0: where the blue <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I'm getting, I'm getting too carried away. Oh, I just love singing Bing's theme. Where the blue of the night—that's Bing's theme—and you know why? We're having that song now. Why am I singing Bing's theme? You ask. What nerve! You say. What nerve to sing Bing's theme? Well, I'm doing it for a good reason. I'm doing it because this. It's a special edition of our Sounds Like Radio Library of Sound show. Why is it special? Because this is a Bing Crosby edition of Library of Sound. Today, I'm going to play you something uh, we haven't played before. A whole half-hour show of Bings. That's right. We've been playing the 15-minute versions of Bing's show. We'll play more of those too, I guarantee it. But I thought I'd play a show that I just recently heard... I heard it, actually, uh, at least twice in my lifetime, but I just heard it for a third time about a week ago. Every week uh, in my own life, uh, I uh, listen to an old-time radio show every morning as I make breakfast. And Mondays is the day I listen to a Bing Crosby radio show. This past Monday, I heard a November 10th, 1948 broadcast of Bing's, and I thought, wow, that show was so good, I'm going to play it on the next Sounds Like Radio Library of Sound we have to do. And that's what we're doing today. This is a good one, friends. Oscar Levant, Al Jolson's sidekick on the Kraft Music Hall, he was an expert at piano playing, and Peggy Lee are both Bing's guests along with the violinist extraordinaire Joe Venute. Bing's even going to sing one of Joe's songs, Ain't Doing Bad, Doing Nothing. Joe Venuti would later be featured a lot more on Bing Crosby's radio shows but this is uh, well, one of the early appearances of Joe Venuti here now, the November 10th, 1948 broadcast of Bing Crosby's Philco Radio Time When
1: the blue of the night meets the goal of the day someone Wait for me. Well,
2: well, 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 well. Welcome, Welcome to you to Coco Radio Time, produced and transcribed in Hollywood with John Scott Trotter and his orchestra, the Rhythm heirs, and Bing's guests, Oscar Levant, Peggy Lee, Red Nichols, Joe Venuti, and Ziggy Elman. Now I should like to present another great musical talent, that prominent cymbal beater, Bing Crosby.
1: Thanks, Ken, but you're not quite correct. I am not a cymbal beater. No? I am a cymbal tinkler. Oh. I have a very light touch. Oh, I see. Anyone can beat a cymbal. I am an artist.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry, maestro. Have I upset you? Well, I just may not play tonight, that's all. Well, uh, is there any uh, chance of your singing tonight? Well, that I'm not sensitive about, Uh (laughs) Joe.
1: Joe Venuti and Hammerhead Jones have composed a new tune entitled Ain't Doing Bad, Doing Nothing. Joe's at my side now, ready for prompting and for fiddle passages. Ain't doing bad doing nothing Just laying around all day I'm telling you the less I do the more things come my way When I get up In the morning Thinking of the day ahead Makes me so downright weary I go right back to my bed Why should I ever worry It's such a leap game why should I move when I can prove that I get there just the same ain't doing bad doing nothing somehow it seems to pay I ain't doing bad doing nothing, just laying around all the day, just laying around all day.
2: Bing and Joe. But, uh, Bing, ain't doing bad doing nothing. Isn't that thought a little negative right before my commercial? Of course
1: it isn't, Ken. Tell us more.
2: Well, Bing Philco dealers are doing plenty with those new radio phonographs that play the 45-minute record. And how can they miss? Any radio phonograph is out of date nowadays unless it plays these amazing new records. This year, the new Philcos, all the way from gorgeous consoles to space-saving table models, play both kinds of records. Your standard records automatically plus the sensational new long-playing kind. And remember, only Philco gives you the balanced fidelity reproducer, the original tonearm designed for the long-playing records at the request of the engineers who developed them. It's real electronic magic, and it gives you full-toned fidelity without distortion from these high-quality vinylite records. They're made for each other, the most flawless reproduction in the history of recorded music. So hear them together on a Philco. Famous for quality the world over.
1: It's always a pleasure to welcome the fellow who now sits modestly at the Steinway. His charm, (laughs) his insouciance, his warmth, and his musical genius are known to all of you. Ladies and gentlemen, here's that prominent piano thumper, Oscar Levant. Thanks, Bing, but you've made a slight error. I am not a piano thumper. You pound, then? Anyone can pound a piano, and I include most of my contemporaries. Then you admit that you're the best. I don't say I'm the best. I merely say I'm the best I ever heard. <laughs> Do you get around much? <laughs> <laughs> say, Bing, huh? if, if I let you in on a big secret about Jolson, will you uh, promise not to tell anyone? Oscar, my lips are sealed. You're sure there's no one listening to us? Well, there better be. <laughs> Anyhow, how old do you think the real Al Jolson is? Oscar, you keep referring to the real Al Jolson. Certainly, you don't think the original Jolson's around Hollywood, do you? Well, who's that fellow on the craft program with you? That's Jolson's son. Ooh. Al Jolson Jr. Mm-hmm. He's a fellow about 52 or 53. Well, Oscar, where's the original? Original? Say we're talking about him like he's a Rembrandt. He won't mind. (laughs) Bing, this may shock you, but the real Al Jolson has retired to a monastery in Tibet. (laughs) Okay. He's gone to Shangri-La. Shangri-La? You'd never recognize the old place. There's a toll gate there now. (laughs) But does he keep in touch with his son, this this Al Jolson Jr. on the craft program? Certainly. Every week he sends a flock of doves to pick up the kid's paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> He's in touch. Why, well, Oscar, is Peggy Lee. Hello, Peggy. Hi, fellas. Love, love. <laughs> Peggy, Oscar and I were just talking about the original Al Jolson.
3: Oh, well, I never knew him, but I know his son quite well. <laughs> You do? Yes, I was over at his house for a dove dinner last night.
4: <laughs>
1: the kid revolted, huh? Good for him, and good for us, too. Shall we get on out to something charming? As you wish, Oscar. What say, uh, for instance, you, Peggy, and I hit some some tunes, which we hope will bring back a few pleasant memories to our listeners, hmm? Sure. What'll we do, some oldies? No, we'll do some antiques. Antiques. <laughs> they were before oldies. Remember this one? wildflower, I love you. If you only knew how I want the blisses that the sun gets from your kisses, would you love me? was a great tune of the 20s written by Vincent Humans and Oscar Hammerstein II. And you know a funny thing, Bing? Hmm? Oscar Hammerstein II is still Oscar Hammerstein II. Yeah. There's an Oscar Hammerstein III, but there's no Oscar Hammerstein I. Well, uh, which Oscar do you like best? Levant.
4: <laughs> Never
1: heard of him. <laughs> Come to think of it, there was an Oscar Hammerstein I who headed a big opera company and smoked big cigars, but there is no Oscar Hammerstein I now. Which brings us up to Jerome Kern and Buddy DeSilva. We had quite a stay with the Hammersteins, <laughs> I thought. Remember this from Sally Bing? Oh, it haunts me and taunts me. Look for the silver lining When a cloud appears in the blue Remember somewhere the sun is shining and so the right thing to do is make it shine for you. A heart full of joy and gladness will always banish sadness and strife. So always look for the silver lining and try to find the sunny side of life. Marilyn Miller sang Silver Lining and Sally. There was a talent. She was lovely, radiant. And she said hello to me once. Well, I think most people say hello to you once. (laughs) Well, Bing, sometimes once is enough. (laughs) Which brings us up to Cole Porter. Cole Porter, all right. Here's one of Cole's tunes from the New Yorkers Take me back to Manhattan. Take me back to New York. I'm just longing to see it for my little home on the hundredth floor. So take me back to Manhattan, that dear old dirty town. (laughs) you're a great voice tonight, Oscar. You know, if we keep on doing these old New Yorkie tunes, we may replace Manhattan (laughs) Merry-Go-Round. Manhattan Merry-Go-Round? What's that? That's Winchell's theme song. Say, Bing, huh. re- remember back when Jimmy Walker was mayor of New York and Cole Porter wrote, Anything Goes? Oh, things certainly went. You remember the speakeasies, Oscar? Sure, you'd knock on the door, a peephole would open, and you'd ask for Tony. If you do that today, you get a permanent wave. <laughs> oh, yes. In those days, Broadway Rose was a debutante, and Dave Chasen was just learning to cook. Where's Broadway Rose now? He's cooking for Dave Chasen. <laughs> What happened to Cole Porter? Cole Porter? Oh, he's cooking at the uh, La Pavillon. The Pavillon? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, that's so exclusive. Cole Porter's the only one who can get in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's get along, shall we? Take over, Peg. What
3: is this thing called love? This funny thing
1: Smooth, Peggy. You know, Cole Porter deserves a lot of credit. He's a rich boy who made good. (laughs) Well, there's no... Huh? Well, why should poor boys be the only ones to make good? Which reminds me of Irving Berlin. But I think we ought to go back to one of Irving's old Ziegfeld folly tunes, Mandy. So listen, Mandy, there's a minister handy. And it sure would be dandy If we'd let them make a fee So don't you linger Here's the ring for your finger Isn't it a humdinger Come along and let the wedding chimes Bring a happy time For Mandy and me Now, Oscar, will you stand by while Peggy and I do a chorus of one of Jimmy McHugh's fine tunes? Well, the tune that skyrocketed Jimmy McHugh to fame was exactly like you. Exactly what we're going to do. Jimmy's very proud of that tune. You know, he sort of stuck on himself in an ill-concealed sort of way. (laughs) You mean James is an extrovert? And if you ever bump into him at a party, he's on his way to the piano. Exactly like you. (laughs) I don't play at parties. No, that was a cue, Oscar. I didn't mean anything personal. You ready, Peg? Ready. Let's go then, John Mm -hmm. Scott. A show or two No one does those love scenes Exactly like you
3: You make me feel so grand I wanna have the world to you
1: You seem to understand Each foolish little scheme I'm scheming Dream I'm dreaming, dreaming.
3: Exactly like
1: you Good old Peg and Bing, good old Now, Bing, shall we get along to Rogers and Hart? Well, I believe John Scott has quite an arrangement of one of my favorite Rogers and Hart's right there in the books, ain't you, John? Haven't you, John? You are too beautiful, my dear, to be true And I'm such a fool for beauty Fooled by a feeling that because I had found you I could have bound you too You are too beautiful for one man alone for one lucky fool to be with When there are other men With eyes of their own to see With Love does not stand sharing Not if one cares Have you been comparing my every kiss with theirs. If on the other hand I'm faithful to you, it's not through some sense of duty. You are too beautiful, and I am a fool
4: for beauty.
1: Ah, what a lyric that was. You are too beautiful for one man alone. What an out for a fellow if he wanted to get rid of a girl. (laughs) (laughs) Say, who's the next composer you got in mind, Oscar? A very important one, and I feel rather guilty for overlooking him for so long. His name? Ah, it doesn't escape me for a moment. Levant, Oscar (laughs) Levant. (laughs) Oh yes, Oscar Levant, the composer of such songs as I'm Just a Backward Boy Looking for a Forward Girl. (laughs) Eskimo, sweetheart, don't blubber over me. <laughs> and when you walked out with your shoes on, I knew you were gone for good. <laughs> smashes, everyone a smash. Those were real smashes, all right. <laughs> but I wrote some mild hits, too. Little things, little roundelays That lulled the country. <laughs> I wrote one song, for instance, that even my friends didn't like. Called, uh... Gee, that's the first laugh I ever interrupted. (laughs) Um, Called Blame It On My Youth. Blame it? Oh, yeah. Would you like to sing it, Bing? Why don't you get Jolson to sing it? How can Jolson sing Blame It On My Youth? (laughs) Well, then I'll do it. i better hurry, too. (laughs) (laughs) If I expected love When first we kissed Blame it on my youth If only just for you I did exist Blame it on my youth If I cried a little bit When first I learned the truth Don't blame it on my heart Blame it on mm-hmm. my youth You got my Brunswick key there, Jack <laughs> <laughs> You got my Brunswick key, you
4: <laughs>
1: You mean uh, uh, the old uncollectors item? Yes <laughs> <That's right. laughs> See, I remember another one of your tunes, Oscar It was very popular around 1930 or 31
0: Remember uh, that
1: tune called Lady Play Your Mandolin? Would you accompany me on it? Delighted the- Delighted, we're gone Lady, play your um mandolin Lady, play your um mandolin That was an introduction, wasn't it? Oscar, attendez pour le moment. <laughs> Lay <laughs> Where you gonna play a band? will play a van vamp. A vamp? play a vamp for about 2 or 3 hours and then this is you'll a big up. big production this yeah, thing yeah. <laughs> lady play your mandolin lady sing your song of sin though i fear you let me hear you play play your mandolin Hey, that sounded just like two pianos playing there. Oscar Levant proceeds solo. I enjoyed every note of that, Bing, including the vamp, which is interminable. Now, uh, should we get on to George and Ira Gershwin? I am more than willing. You know, George Gershwin was a contemporary of Vincent Newman's. Yeah. They were about the same age and... Great professional rivals, like Debussy and Ravel, mm-hmm. like Toscanini and uh, Kusovitsky, or like you and Hildegard. <laughs> Please. I think the first of the Gershwin music we should do tonight is I Got Rhythm. Oh, definitely. We can make this quite a magilla here. Peggy, you, and Buddy, and Perry, and Joe Vanuti, Red Nichols, the whole mob can clamber in on this, I think. Joe? I've got rhythm, I've got music, i got my gal who could ask for anything more,
3: I've got daisies in green pastures, I've got my man who could ask for anything more,
1: old man trouble, I don't mind him, you won't find him hanging round my door. Don't mind him You won't find him Hanging round my back
4: door
3: I got starlight I've got sweet dreams I've got my man who could ask For anything more Who could ask for anything
1: more Nobody still here? Nobody got lost or anything? To that was really very jolly.
4: <laughs> it sounds pretty good, huh?
1: Uh-huh. I, moving. I hmm. can only add hi-ho.
4: <laughs>
1: now I think I'll do a piano solo. I'm sorry, Oscar, but it's time for the commercial. But you left out my solo. It wasn't an oversight either, but this is a real Grammy commercial. <laughs> This commercial's really a lovely thing. It's, it's going to be all about Philco and the new long-playing records. Oh, those records that run for 45 minutes? Yeah. A new one of mine was released the other day, the Tchaikovsky Piano Concerto, accompanied, I underline, by the Philadelphia Symphony Orchestra. <laughs> I'd like to run it through for you once. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, don't think, I don't think you could do it justice without the entire symphony. I'll run over to the Key Club and see if they're there. <laughs> Okay, let's have the commercial kit and mention my
2: records. I may like it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, fine, Oscar. We'll mention them right away. Folks, on just one 10 inch ten-inch long-playing record, you can hear nine Oscar Levant numbers. (laughs) Incidentally, that saves you a nice piece of change in the price of the records. But my point is, when you play Oscar's long-playing record on the Philco, you hear the real thing right out of the concert hall. You get full-tone fidelity without distortion. Thanks to Philco's exclusive Balanced Fidelity Reproducer. It's an entirely new kind of tonearm originally developed in the Philco Laboratories, especially for the long-playing records. These new records are made of high-quality vinyl light, you know, non-breakable, and so lifelike, when you hear them on a Philco, you wouldn't know a record was playing. As for record scratch, well, you just don't hear it. Get a demonstration at your Philco dealer now. Doesn't cost you a dime, and you'll get the listening thrill of your life from Philco, the leader.
1: You join us in the... In right
0: the... here, Bing. Uh,
1: the way you wear your hat
3: The way you sip your tea The memory of all that No, no, they can't
1: take that away from me
3: The way your smile just beats The way you sing off-key, the way you
1: haunt my dreams. No, no, they can't take that away from me. Where you've changed my life no no they can't take that away from me no they can't take that Tunes then In those days It was fun to carry a torch Because they wrote Such great torch songs <laughs> Now what do they write A tree in the meadow It's all real estate Now <laughs> <laughs> ah, there's a little Romantic stuff around Oscar This time I want to tell you It's been charming To see you too And I do hope You'll drop in again Real soon Who's with you next week Bing? Well next week We have Adolphe Manjou He's going to pay us a visit And a fine singer Will be here Miss K-Star Sounds good oh Oh we hope it will be Oscar Good night Night. Night. Night, Peggy. Good night, Bing. Thanks, folks, and good night.
2: This program was produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Bill Morrow and Myrtle McKenzie. Tune in to Philco Radio Time next week and hear Bing Crosby, John Scott Trotter, and his orchestra, the Rhythm Ayers, and Bing's guests, Adolf Maju and K-Star. And remember, keep your eye on your Philco dealer now for the newest thing in radio phonographs, From Philco, the leader.
0: Well, there you have it, friends. Bing Crosby's Philco Radio Time, broadcast from November 10th of 1948. A show so exceptionally entertaining. When I heard it just this past week, I said, oh, i got to play that. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I really, really had fun listening to that show again with Oscar Levant and Peggy Lee. Quite a combo there. And, of course, Bing and Peggy singing together. It just don't get no better. I kind of like to hear Bing and Peggy sing together better than I like hearing Bing and Rosemary Clooney singing together. I don't know. You know, it's a close one. But I think I kind of like Peggy and Bing singing. Well, friends, until next time, I am your humble host for Sounds Like Radio's Library of Sound. So long for now. Goodbye, everybody.